0: Friends, Jordan Montgomery here, and we're glad that you've tuned into another episode of the Growth Over Goals podcast. Before we jump into today's conversation, we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Thompson & Co. Salon & Parlor. Thompson & Co. Salon & Parlor is a family-owned, stylist-owned community salon that fits the needs for all types of families. Located in downtown Iowa City, and now a second location in Coralville, North Liberty area, Tico specializes in all things hair, In fact- that's where I've been getting my hair done for the last seven years. Tico specializes in hair cutting, razor cutting, the most modern color techniques and high-end hair extensions. As one of Iowa's only inner salons and salon today's top 200 salons in the U.S., Tico looks forward to being the salon of choice for you and those you love. Be sure to call or book on their website today at thompsonacosalon.com. Thank you. Tico, for all you do for us and our community. Welcome back to the Growth Over Goals podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Montgomery. Today, I'm with um, a dear friend, um, actually a friend, a family friend. I've now uh, grown close to this family, just think the world of them. um, Strong in their faith, uh, connected, talented, devoted to things that matter. Uh, They're living a life of integrity and have such a cool family story. Today, I'm with Catherine Gordon and Catherine, it's such a joy to be with you because I spend a lot of time with your husband. I've spent time with your kids, Jade and Cole. And um, I keep saying like, man, everybody, you know, is talking about John. Uh, Many people now know who you are. You've just burst onto the scene with this incredible podcast. I just got done telling you offline that I think John's best work actually flows through you. Uh, My opinion is the best book that he's written was a book that was co-authored with you Uh, That we're going to talk about today. Um, But in case there's some people listening that aren't familiar with your background, your story, I want people to know that you're a wife, you're a mother, you're a real estate investor. You are actually behind movie production. So you've been in film, you're a model, you're an actress, you're a podcast host. Catherine for Real is a top rated podcast. Love your show, by the way. Um, And you're also a best selling author of one of my favorite books that Ashley and I have just fallen in love with that we'd love to talk about today the book Relationship Grit. We're going to talk about grit. It's an acronym that the world needs to hear. But um, for me to you, I just want to say thank you to investing your time and energy with our community. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the show, Catherine Gordon.
1: Oh, thank you for having me, Jordan. And you know, we feel the same about you. We love you. We love your family. And just the relationship that you and John have been able to Uh, forge and cultivate, especially over this last year. I've loved seeing it. So I can't wait to
0: spend more time with you too. Well, right right back at you. Ashley and I prayed for, you know, we both pray for mentors and people in life who will uh, challenge you and call you upward and inspire. And this last year, I was just telling you offline, I had prayed about, um, you know, that mentor that uh, we could we could run with, and you know, John and I have formed this really great relationship. He's been so good to me, to Ashley, has opened doors, um, has just spent time with me, and uh, helped me grow in so many different ways. And so, just thankful for the relationship that we share with John, with you, and even with the kids, with Cole and Jade. We'll probably talk about them today too. Um, and it was so fun hanging out with you guys in Las Vegas for the dinner at Champions Event. I just know that there's going to be more that we do with you know John and Catherine moving forward.
1: Yeah. I'm excited about that. And, you know, I was telling you offline, I'll always love you because you actually invited my daughter to come speak in Iowa. And it's from that, that she is now speaking for our company. And I got to tell you a funny story about that real quick, because, you know, I think she's going to end up like, taking over the company um john went to go do a talk uh, i was with them and she's critiquing him it was up in, in harvard we were just in boston and then after john and i left jade took off back to austin and john went to go speak somewhere else and she'd given him like some advice from his talk right of what what he, what he needed to do it was hilarious i'm just sitting back watching the dynamic she actually texts me on the side and goes after John gave this talk after we left her. And she goes, how did dad do? Like she wanted to know. everything. <laughs> like like have the tables, the tables turned. turned.
0: Yes. This the is what it used turned. to happen
1: when she was on the lacrosse field and John was traveling. But yeah. So I just want to say, yeah. thank you so much. Cause now she's doing it, you know? So, <laughs> so, cool. And, um,
0: so cool. Yeah. yeah you know, so you. our, our dear friend, Andy Stanley um, said that, The test of great parenting is that you would create a situation such that your kids would want to return back, Mm -hmm. you know, that they would want to spend time with you, be with you. And it's just cool that you and John have that with Cole and with Jade. And by the way, watch out world, Cole and Jade. I just had a great conversation with Cole the other day about his professional future as he navigates that. And Jade is lighting the world on fire. We had so much fun having her in Iowa City and she's just got a huge future Writing, speaking, and influencing people. So, um, credit mom and dad for raising two great kids. Um, And I'm going
1: to credit God because that's right. Amen.
0: (laughs) Yep. God's grace and and amen. Um, Hey, I do want to talk about parenting, but I also want to talk about this topic that's underrated, overlooked, doesn't get talked about enough, especially, Catherine, I believe, with young men. And we have a lot of young men listening today, a lot of young people just in general. Um, If you're a 20-something, you're a 30-something, maybe you're dating right now, maybe you're newly married, maybe you've been married a long time. Um, Catherine's message is for you. And as a podcast host, you know, Catherine, I think you'd agree with this. You want to say a lot about a little instead of a little about a lot. And I started thinking about where could we press in with Catherine, with all the stuff that you do and all the things that you're working on. You're a subject matter expert in so many different areas. If we're going to deliver maximum value to the audience, how might we spend this 30 or 40 minutes that we have together? And I think it's the topic of marriage and relationships. Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk about Relationship Grit, this book that you and John wrote together. That's one of our favorite. Grit's an acronym. I'd love just to lean right into it. But before we go there, I know some of this, our audience might not know. Why did you decide to co-author Relationship Grit with your husband, John Gordon?
1: I um it's funny because after Jade had went off to college and Cole was away at a sports academy I was home a lot more with John and and I was home in Florida more and so I was out and about I kept running into people and running into women and I was running into them not on the sports field with their kids or you know something having to do with kids but standing in the grocery store. I'd be in the produce aisle and a woman w- would come up to me and just kind of lean in and say, Hey, I'm having a hard time. You know, my husband and I are, are, are separated. Another friend come up, Hey, my husband and I are getting a divorce. And I kept thinking, why do people keep coming up and telling me this? I mean, at the time, you know, I wasn't, but I, it just kept happening. And I literally would stand in the produce aisle next to the carrots for like an hour and a half counseling, you know, these women Mm. and I would go home and I would kind of share with John things that were going on and we'd talk about it and, and it just kept happening. And then one day, and I know it was God, I realized I need to write something that can, can guide these couples and let them know That just because you're going through a a valley, you know, just because you're going through a dark time doesn't mean you need to throw in the towel. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, why? Because that was John and I's story. And the more I started sharing about our story, it gave people hope. It gave couples hope. And so that's when I went to John. And this was before COVID, which was interesting. We finished the book right before COVID and literally kind of started the whole book launch during covid so it was it was a crazy time in terms of the way that it got out there but it was needed more than ever because Mm. all of a sudden couples were home 24 7 right (laughs) you know they weren't out traveling like all of a sudden people were looking at each other i can't remember exactly the um statistic but i think it was that uh divorces went up like Forty-five percent during—I mean, something crazy. I can't remember the statistic now, but you know, so it was a—it was a time when it was really needed.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, it—it's um, it's been so useful in the lives of many. You know, in in our marriage, in our life, and my most important relationship next to the one that I have with my maker is my wife Ashley, and this has been really helpful to us. Um, mm. I want to talk through the acronym. Um, you know, Ashley and I are two very imperfect people. And we spend a lot of time together. We're, we're <laughs> both business partners and we raise these four children together. And so we're just together a lot. I mean, on average, I bet Ash and I call each other 15 times a day. Yep. Now, a lot of that's business exchange back and forth. Um, but there's just it's just constant um, communication. And we're two imperfect people. So credit our marriage coaches, Jill and Mark Savage. They say, you know, we're two imperfect people and we're bumping into each other's imperfect all day, every day. All day. Um let's work backwards on the acronym. Uh the T in grit stands for together. Um you and John have just stood tall together for so many years. Um 26 years am I right about that? Yep. Yep. 26 uh, in, years
1: married, in, in 28, marriage, 28 together dating yeah.
0: uh if you count the dating years. So um I want you to talk about together what that means to you mm. and and if you give people a window into this book, um what they might find in relationship grit. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I like that we're going backwards. It's just kind of interesting. Um. And what does that, how does that go? Would it be TIRG? TIRG.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're going so, TIRG today. Relationship Yeah. Trig.
1: Together. Um, you have to work on your marriage together. You have to be in it together. And I know that, you know, for, it's kind of like, well, yeah, we're together. But so many times, it doesn't work that way. Like it seems like, you know, one of you is not not in it, not committed. <laughs> and now when I say that, I don't mean that you have to both give 50%, that mm-hmm. it has to be equal. Right. It's really, there's always gonna be an ebb and flow. You know, right, you right. might be working on something and you have so much focus on that. You don't have a lot of time to give to the, the relationship. You're gonna need the support of your partner. Mm. And it's going to go vice versa, especially when you're raising the kids. Yep. But just know that you're on the same team, mm. that it's we, not me. And um, I came up with this really cool um, analogy and it's, it's think about it like tug of war. So if you're on one end and under the rope and your partner's on the other end and you're pulling against each other, right? You're trying to get something done and you're trying to get something, you're, you're, your strength is cut in half. Mm. But if you're both on the same side of the rope, pulling against your opponent, pulling against life together, your strength is doubled. And so mm. you have to remember to be on the same team and, and, and not point the finger. I think so many times it's easy to go, well, you're not doing this. And then mm. you're not doing this. No, be the one, be the one to support the other in times, uh, you know, when it's crazy, when in times of need, um, I also like to say the T stands for team. Just mm-hmm. remember you're on the same team. Cause when you're on the same team, right. You're headed in the right direction, but when you're not, you're, you're keeping score. And when you keep score, you're both going to lose. So stay yep. on the same team together. Right. Mm. So I like the tea for that reason. Um, I have my own stories about of when we weren't on the same team. I mean, mm. um, John was traveling a lot. I was home. The kids were in sports and he would call and I would be in the middle of like utter chaos. The kids had homework. Um, you know, I was still trying to feed him. And another issue I had was my kids both had gluten allergies. So when I was, you know, taking them home from sports, I couldn't just stop at Chick-fil-A or McDonald's. Like I had to make everything. So it was a really hard time. And one night John calls and the kids are still up. It was late. And he said, um, is that the kids I hear? What are they still doing up? Oh my God, Jordan, I (laughs) lost it. Like we were definitely not on the same team. I wanted to take him down. You know, and I'm like, oh, let me guess. You're in a quiet hotel room by yourself. You don't have to take care of anybody. You don't have to feed anybody. You can watch whatever you, you know. So we were really going yeah. back and forth in it. So that was a time when we weren't together, when we weren't on the same team. Yeah. Well, fast forward, I got to tell you what happened. Fast forward, it was a couple months later and I had really hit a brick wall. I mean, Mm. things were, I I was at a stress level that um, I really couldn't, couldn't go on. And Mm. I literally picked up the phone and I called him and I said, you need to come home. You need to come home. I need help. Like I, we need Mm. to be on the same team. And he said to me, okay, I'll come home. You want me to come home and do your job? I was like, So that was like the the bomb drop, right? That was not cool. I was like, what? But you know what? He ended up coming home and he ended up helping me. In Mm. that time together, he had cleared his schedule. He wasn't speaking for for a month or two. In that schedule, he ran the kids to practices. He was running. And by Mm. the way, in the beginning, he was like, oh yeah, this is so easy. I don't know what she's, you know, like, what's she talking about? But you know what? It's the daily grind. It's yes. like the daily grind. That's and right. so, but after that, he ended up, you know, really, really appreciating what I did. Mm-hmm. And he realized, like, wow, I didn't need he always says he thought he needed a different team. No, he needed to be a better leader on the team, right? Better
0: teammate. Yeah. And
1: so again, that's our story of. And by the way, during that time when that happened, that strengthened our relationship and his relationship with the kids, right? Because he wasn't Mm -hmm. really home. So T together, do it together, but it doesn't always, don't don't think it has to be equal
0: and be a team. We over me. And I love that, um, you know, I want to say this about you and John, both of you, because you give each other a hard time and you're both you know, hilarious in your own way. And you're so, I
1: probably probably give him more of a hard time than he gives
0: me. (laughs) Well, you're really, you're really real and authentic. Even the book is just, I mean, it's pretty transparent. Um, But you've always been really intentional about honoring the other person, you know, honoring each other. I've always noticed, like when, when John talks about his life, um, his work, Catherine Gordon is always at the center of it, you know, and, He's giving you credit and he's he's talking about you and and propping you up and making it very known like Catherine and I are a team. And I know that you do that for John as well. So I just, I appreciate that in today's world um, where that's not always the case, you know, that people are willing to honor each other behind closed doors when the other person's not around.
1: Jordan, a hundred percent. and And I find it interesting as we share that, or as John, you know, shares something, um, you know, about me or I share, you can see the look on people's eyes because for so many people, you know, they're, they're, they're like, wow, they're really doing that. And they're saying it out loud. Like, it's almost like, and I've been trying to figure out exactly what it is. Like, why would that not be okay? But, you know, and it could have been just what they <clears throat> saw in their own parents' relationship, you know, whatever. But I notice when we start doing it, couples will start doing it. Like, mm-hmm. I'll start to hear like, hey, I started to lift him up more. And this the craziest thing happened. Like, he was saying, like, all of a sudden, you know, they see no. it. you're lifting each other up you're growing together, which is such a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah. 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 I just think it's, it's great to be a team when you're together. Um, it's also great to be a team when you're apart. Yeah. And I think you've managed that well, you know, and living sometimes in two very different worlds, there's some things that you do that John doesn't do and vice versa. And you've managed to stay connected. I think a lot of that has to do with the I we're working backwards. So, you're, good. you're good. uh, the T is together. The I is invest mm-hmm. and, would love for you to share some thoughts on what it means to really invest in your relationship.
1: Yeah. So I love this one because, you know, I think it's normal for us to be in a marriage, to be in a relationship. And once you're married, you know, you're busy kind of creating your life. You're busy trying to, to, to make things happen that you just assume, well, my partner's there, you know, like that. No, we're married. It's, it's all good. And, you know, I need to go create something for the family. And all those things are great and it's wonderful mm-hmm. to have drive. But what gets neglected a lot of times is the spouse. Mm-hmm. And I, I always kind of say it like this. It's like, if you want to be fit and you want to be healthy, you have to invest time in the gym. You have mm-hmm. to invest time in preparing healthy foods, right? right. It doesn't, it's not just, oh, you know what? I want to have a rock and bod, you know. It doesn't just happen. You work for it. Same mm. with your bank account, right? You got to yep. put the money in to make it grow. And so, um, investing is so important. And so many times we'll invest in our coworkers, what's going on at work, you know, even our, our children, which of course they need it. But it's kind of, our our spouse is normally the last person to get our attention or get, you know fed emotionally mm. spiritually yep. and you know all of that and so it's about making it a priority and investing mm. in the relationship so yeah. and it can be little things it didn't have to be big, big things john gottman did a study and couples who invested small amounts of time small amounts of of energy into the relationship were 99, no, 95% more likely to stay together. 95.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yep Well, you're right that like love is oftentimes spelled T I M E, you know, and, um, we got to spend the time. It takes work and I'll give a shout out to Mark Batterson. Um, he has this beautiful quote. He said, I want to be respected most by people who know me the best.
1: Mm, love that! And, I'm doing his know, cir- circle maker right now.
0: It, oh, it's awesome, isn't it? I mean, the circle. Yeah, it's maker, my second
1: time doing it. Yeah.
0: Gosh! Shout out, Mark. You're great. Just love your yeah. work. Um, but yeah. that line, like you know, especially for those who are listening, maybe you're in the world of speaking or training or coaching or I don't know if you got a real estate business or you work in finance. But if you're in the people business or you care at all about impacting people, there might be a tug on your heart to serve some people on the periphery. And I think sometimes when that happens, Catherine, we actually forsake the people who matter most, you know? And to your point, sometimes that can be spouse, right? It's like, I'm so busy serving this audience of people whom I barely really know. And then my kids or worse yet, my spouse is getting what's left over, which is really unfortunate. But I know when I get to the end of my life, those words resonate. Like I want to be respected most by people who know me the best. And I, again, I think it's cool that you and John, have such great respect for each other that when you talk to Catherine about John or you talk to John about Catherine, um, what you would say about one another is he has my utmost respect. Yeah. Um, and not that you're perfect, uh, but I think that's a really big deal. Yeah. And you yeah. had to work through the start. R. Let's go to R. Um, mm-hmm. We it's could resolved. talk for another two hours. It's resolved. Yeah. You've got to resolve.
1: You've yeah. got to resolve to stay together. Um, it's so easy, especially in today's society, you know, with the apps and the swipe left or swipe right, or, you know, my kids tell me that they're like, mom, it's just so, so easy to like, if, if, if there's one thing, so they just move on, like everybody's moving on. And so we've kind of lost that. Resolve to work on your relationship. You know, the grass isn't greener on the other side, the grass is greener where you water it. So, you Mm -hmm. know. And and lately, I've been talking a lot about this and uh, with couples because they might be going through, you know, the the ups and downs. And I and I say it is like riding a roller coaster ride. You're gonna you're gonna go up when you go down, and you're gonna go down when you go up. But stay on the ride, right? Yeah. Stay on the ride, because that's just life, you know. And so good. You know, I'm not saying to stay in a relationship. Obviously there are times when, when maybe you shouldn't, if somebody is being physically, you know, abusive or something like that, I'm not saying you need to power through that, but I'm saying in general, you know, most of the time it's just stuff that comes up and, you know, you don't want to deal with it. And then, you know, maybe somebody uh, uh, you're seeing a, a, a life that someone has at work. That seems so much more, but no, it's all the same thing, right? Yeah. As long as you're like just staying in it and resolving. And there's a lot of great stuff that comes out of that.
0: There, there really is. And I think for all of us, the comparison game, right, in social media and seeing how other people are living or choosing to spend and invest their time can so often trip us up. And the quickest way yep. to kill something special is to compare it to something else. And and marriage is special and relationships are special. So um I know what makes your relationship special is that it's founded on, um, the right thing. It's founded on faith, you know, and the G and part of the reason we work backwards is I wanted to land this plane on the most important letter in the acronym, which is God. And you and John have a strong faith. Um, your marriage is rooted in your faith. Talk to us about how that makes a difference when it comes to relationships.
1: Jordan, that changed everything for us. Everything. Um, you know, if you don't know my husband or know his backstory, he was Jewish. So he, he grew up, he wasn't, they didn't practice Judaism, but he was a Jew, um, and, and, um, didn't go to synagogue, but his stepfather was, um, Catholic, but again, they didn't go to church, but they would celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas. And then I grew up uh, Catholic, but I didn't go to church except for Christmas and Easter. So there was no religion or spiritual, you know, practice happening for either one of us. As a young adult, um, and that's a whole other story. But I was super, super wild and hit rock bottom, and ended up, you know, really seeking um, God. And developed an amazing practice and was surrounded by some great people. And then John had his own revelations as well. So when we met, we were more new age. Mm. And um, I didn't ever pressure him to become a Christian because I wasn't like really practicing, practicing that at the time. And so it's the coolest story. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but like he, he started seeing signs. He started seeing billboards. Jesus is the answer, right? Yeah. Um, you know, he would go into a hotel room and on the TV would be, you know, the, t- is it TBN? TBN would be yeah. on with a show. just, he kept... And then somebody gave him a sermon by Erwin McManus, who, by the way, is now his best friend. Um, And so John started bringing that into our home. Mm. And it was through John and through his teachings that we started learning really who Jesus was. Mm. Right. What what the teachings of Christ were, not so much of what you see. You know, not church, church, although we went to church, but it was really about John was living the principles. And um, so from that, we started uh, a family meeting, which I highly recommend people do, even if you don't have kids with just you and your spouse. And John would read uh, scripture Mm. um, or something that really resonated. And we'd go around the room and talk about it and so we came up with a family mission statement this is kind of going sideways but i'll come back to why i'm saying this we came up with a family mission statement and it's um the gordons love and honor god in all that we do and so through the course of raising the kids as things would happen you know it's it was just very simply like you did that well is is that lo- loving and serving god and all that you do so it was a, mm. a, just a really great foundation, Love you know, that. for us to, yeah. yes, for yeah. us to catapult off. But, but so John and I had a rough patch in our relationship. And that's something we talk about in relationship gret. And, um, I was going to leave him and he got on a plane and, um, had met this man and he's crying almost. Well, he doesn't like it when I say that, but you know, like very upset Uh, Telling this stranger that he didn't know that his wife was going to leave him. He had shared um, that he was unfaithful when we first got married. It's now 14 years at that time after that. I I ended up finding out about this and, um, you know, he was distraught like he wanted to keep his marriage and he, you know, together and he loved me very much. And the man said, you know, something similar happened in my own relationship. And um, I came up with a prayer I suggest you come up with a prayer and that prayer you guys should say together. And so John came up with a prayer. Do you want to hear it? I want to hear it. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. God, we invite you into our marriage and family to love us, to heal us, to unite us, to strengthen us so we can grow strong together and serve you together and raise children that glorify and honor you. Mm. And, um, he would say that prayer every single night and, um, I did not want to hear the prayer, but finally I started (laughs) memorizing it. Yeah. Finally I started memorizing it. And then I finally ended up saying the prayer with him. What happened was just one night I reached over and I grabbed his hand. And I also knew that that was the night that I forgave him. So Mm. that's our prayer. And, um, I always tell people you're welcome to use our prayer or, you know, parts of it to come up with your own, but I highly recommend it. And just so you know, we say that prayer to this day, every single night, even if John mm-hmm. is in Iowa <laughs> and I'm in Santa Monica, wherever yeah. we are, we'll both yeah. say it and we'll text each other and go, I just said our prayer. Sometimes we'll say it on the phone together. So
0: that, yeah. that is just so uh, special, really, really special. Yeah. I mean, I, I think um, the fact that you've been so intentional about keeping God first and foremost, you know, and in light of, um, yeah, some difficult circumstance, you know, I think part of what makes you two potent is that you're willing to put your weakness and your story and your imperfection on display. And I, I've said this a hundred times on our podcast, I'm going to say it again, but this is part of your, your magic, Catherine. This is part of the, the magic of relationship grit in the Gordon brand and the impact that your family has put out into the world Um, It's this quote, it's people can be impressed with your strengths, but they connect to you through your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And I love that you all, you are all so dynamic and you're gifted and, and, um, I mean, to know the Gordon family is to know big energy and, you know, they're going to make you laugh and light you on fire. And you just have this, like, you're, you're, uh, you're all just a magnet for people and people want to be around you. But, but behind that is this really real, authentic Style and personality, and God's using every ounce of it for good. So, thank you for the work you're putting out into the world. Thanks for um, relationship grit. It's meant a lot to me and Ashley. I know that you've helped people today on our podcast, and you and John have helped so many readers and people who follow your work. So, this conversation is the conversation that I wanted to have, and and I was like, man, I hope Catherine's willing to have it because again, there's so much that you're that you're doing and that you're working on. um, But this conversation is a conversation that I think the world needs to hear. Um, tell us what's next for Catherine Gordon. I think there might be something you're working on that the world might need to know a little bit about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I am, I just, I just finished an outline for a book that I'm writing and I don't know what the title is yet. Um, and I even have a hard time saying it cause it sounds, I don't want it to sound like what it's not, but it's basically the secrets to a great sex life, but, but it's not, about, it's not a sex book. It's really about monogamy and, um, bringing God into your relationship and intimacy and connection. And, um, it's not talked about kind of like our book relationship grit. A lot of people don't talk about the fact that, that, you know, they had an affair and how they got through it. And that's why I feel like it needed to be told. That story needed to be told. And the same with this book. So, um, I haven't, finished it yet. I just wrote the outline, but, um, you know, I, I feel like it'll be something that can help relationships because, because, well, physical connection, you know, isn't just for pleasure. I mean, it's right. It's so much deeper than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And sex is a gift and, you know, it's a huge part of, of marriage and God created it to be unique and special. And so I love that you're talking about the things that other people maybe aren't willing to talk yeah. about. And thanks for talking about it in a way that encourages people. There's somebody listening to this episode today and they're hurting mm-hmm. and then they're in a marriage um, and they're, and they're disappointed, or maybe they're, you're dating somebody and it's falling apart or you're single and you wish that you weren't mm-hmm. and, um, and you desire to be in a relationship and regardless of where you find yourself today, I hope that you found today's message inspiring and helpful. And I hope that you'll check out the book relationship grit by John Gordon and Catherine Gordon. We're going to put a link in the show notes. Um, Catherine, thanks for being on today. Thanks for your friendship. Thanks for, um, you know, uh, investing your time and energy into my life and into our community. Um, I love what you and John stand for. We're just, uh, such huge supporters of your family and think the world of you and look forward to many more conversations for many years to come. So this and was a blessing. I'm
1: so grateful for you and Ashley. I can't
0: wait to meet the rest of your family. So thank you so much, Jordan, really. Well, we're uh, we're honored, you know, to know you and to run with you. And hope hopefully it's to the glory of God for many years to come. Amen. Um, Amen. And I know we have a lot to look forward to together. So God bless you, Catherine. Thank you for being here. Thank you. This has been another episode of the Growth Over Goals podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Montgomery. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being here. If you found any value in this episode, I would love it if you would rate, review, subscribe to this podcast in an effort that we might move our mission of impact forward. I also want to say thank you to our producers, John Choate and James Roth of Storyline Multimedia for all of the work that they do behind the scenes to make this podcast go. Be well, be great. Have a wonderful day.